Lara, are you ready for an adventure? Yes, Leo, let's go! I'm gonna go full steam, I'm gonna chase my dreams. I feel so alive, I'm gonna live a big life. Big life. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. We create engaging resources to help kids develop a growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. Come check out our journals, printable kits, and posters at BigLifeJournal.com. So it turns out you can't make snow cones with just snow, especially... If you can't feel your thumbs. If you want to know more about a real mountaineer and her fearless expeditions, turn to chapter seven of your big life journal. Good afternoon, big life kids. This is your co-captain Leo speaking. Sarah is taking one of her famous horizontal life pauses, so I've taken over steering duties for today's adventure. Of course I want more books. You didn't tell me he was a llama. And while Zara figures out whatever's going on in her dreams, we'll be preparing for a soft, snowy landing. Please remember to keep your feet in your socks and your socks in your shoes. <laughs> Are we crashing again? It's too soon. I haven't finished learning to speak French yet. Uh, all good. It's just a little turbulence. Uh, Did you have a good dream? The best. I was a librarian at the biggest library in the world. A library of llamas? French llamas. It was surprisingly educational. We must be close by now. Uh, Landing in 15 seconds. Uh, Adventuring listeners, we are now approaching our final destination, the Himalayas. Which translates from Sanskrit into abode of snow. That's right. The house of snow, the top of the world, and home to the highest mountain on Earth, Mount Everest. Leo, you landed the Belief Mobile perfectly on your first attempt, in the Himalayas. (laughs) Honestly, I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm just imagining the moment when I finally get to meet the goat of my dreams. The goat of your dreams? Uh, yeah. That's the whole reason we're here. We're going to spot the rarest, most fascinating animal ever to exist in all of the Himalayas. Which is... Press the drum roll button, please. Oh, right. We are here to spot the amazing, the incredible, Markor! Markor! And what is that exactly? It's a goat. Bundle up, Zara. We gotta get going if we're gonna find it before sunset. Uh, okay. Care to explain a little more about this goat? Oh, you're gonna love it, Zara. It's like a goat with the legs of a tiger. Well, not literally the legs of a tiger, but they can run up and down the sides of the mountains all day long. Sounds impressive. What do they look like? Well, the males have these big twirly horns that look like snakes and can grow as long as their bodies. And the females have equally majestic gray goatees. Huh. I guess that's where the word goatee comes from. Okay, ready to go? I think so. 
Are you sure you're wearing enough layers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. We gotta get out there and start searching. Okay. So we're looking for a goat. Yes. Uh, <gasps> That's weird. I, I feel like I'm out of breath already. That's just the altitude. There's less air up here, so we have to breathe slowly and deeply. And we're already pros at that because of our meditation practice. Done. Let's go find that goat. I, I promise you, Zara, this is going to be amazing. I mean, all animals are cool, but this one is on another level. Literally, because we're on a mountain. Whoa, look at that view. No time to look. Must find goat. What was that? It came from over there. <laughs> That's not a goat. Aw, it's just a yak. Leo, this is an interesting animal. I wonder what it's called. That is what it's called. Come on, we need to keep looking for the goat. Let's go this way. Okay. Oh, look! What is it? Uh, nothing. Again, uh, let's try up here. Leo, over there. What's that sticking out from behind the rocks? At last... Looks like a horn. We found you now, sneaky goat. Oh, you have goat to be kidding me. What do you see? It's some kind of ancient 3,000-year-old Tibetan trumpet thing with beautiful detailed carvings on it. In other words, not a goat. Leo, this is a precious artifact. Not as precious as a markor. Can the Tibetan trumpet climb a cliff face to escape the giant claws of a stealthy snow leopard? I'm gonna say no. Well, the Markhor can. Let's test out the trumpet. I bet it sounds magical. <gasps> as much as I love a good mountain musical, uh, that might cause an avalanche. Oh, good point. Let's climb a little further up. Markhors are known for climbing really high up on clear days. All right, but I'm taking this trumpet with me. It could prove a good bargaining chip if we meet any snow leopards. <sighs> Jess, around this corner. <sighs> Leo, why don't we take a break? We can sit down and have a snack. You love snacks. Oh, I do love snacks. And we can appreciate the beautiful view. But the goat. Will still be hiding from us even after we take a break. But Zara, if we don't find the goat, this whole adventure is pointless. Today, there is only one goal, one focus. And today, that focus is the goat. Leo, we are literally standing on one of the seven wonders of the world. You can see all of Tibet from here. This is already an achievement. Plus, you flew the Believe Mobile for the first time and landed it perfectly. So, what are you saying? I'm saying that we worked really hard to get here. And we've succeeded at so many things along the way. And you haven't even noticed. Did you know that there's a mountaineer that came all the way to Mount Everest who also had one goal and one focus? And what happened? More than she could have ever imagined.
Growing up, Adirne Pasaban was a true mountain girl. She loved to walk, run, and climb up the rocky peaks near her house in the hills of the northern Basque country in Spain. She adored the feeling of climbing higher each time and looking back at the tiny houses that dotted the valley below. By the time she was 14, Adirne had joined a mountaineering club and was already climbing with adults. As a reward for her hard work, Adirne was chosen for the adventure of a lifetime to climb a 3.7-mile peak in South America. This experience made her realize that she wanted to become a professional mountain climber. So she started working in her parents' restaurant to save money for her expeditions. When she wasn't mountain climbing, she was competing in triathlons to increase her core strength and endurance. Swimming, cycling, running, Adirne did everything she could to prepare her body for the toughest challenges. Adirne became a world-class climber and even managed to climb the world's highest peak, Mount Everest. Yet, when she finally pulled her tired body to the top of the mountain, there were no hugs or celebrations. She took a quick picture with her team and then climbed back down. She was so focused on putting all her efforts into the climb, she didn't have any energy left for celebrating. A big part of mountain climbing is being able to cope with the high altitudes. The higher you go, the thinner the air becomes, which makes it much more difficult to breathe. Many climbers bring oxygen tanks to help them breathe on their trek, but not Adirne. She was determined to become the first woman to climb all 14 of the world's 4.9 mile plus peaks without using oxygen tanks. Through years of hard work and continuous effort, Adirne managed to climb 13 of the peaks. There was just one left on her list, Mount Everest. Before Adirne set out for Everest, she put together a team of experienced climbers. Together, they spent many months training to prepare themselves for the journey. Once they had prepared and practiced in every way possible, they set out on their trip. Adirne and her team had just one day left until they reached the top of Mount Everest. When suddenly, two members of the team became ill. Adirne was the team leader so she paused the expedition to make sure her teammates could rest and receive extra oxygen. Adirne was left with a difficult decision. Should she continue climbing to set the world record or should she stop and help her teammates? Adirne was so close to the peak that she could see other climbing expeditions reaching the top. Adirne had to decide what was more important, keeping her team safe or achieving her personal goal. Adirne decided to focus all her efforts on saving her teammates. The two sick climbers were helped down the mountain and taken to safety. 
Adirne's decision to turn back meant that she did not achieve the world record, but she did something much more important. She saved her friends. When Adirne and her team made it back to base camp and everyone was safe, they thought that the hard work was over. But what happened next turned out to be one of the most significant events in Adirne's mountaineering career. As a team of fellow climbers descended from the summit, word spread that they too were in trouble. Adirne was still in good health, so she was able to help with the rescue. For the next 48 hours, that's two whole days, they struggled to help the team get back down. One of the climbers was badly injured and was struggling to move. As Adirne and the other mountaineers guided them to safety, they waited patiently to hear about the injured climber. Adirne has never forgotten the moment when one of the rescue party shouted into his radio, He's alive! Adirne hadn't known it at the time, but everything she had prepared for, all the years of training and hard work she had put herself through, had been leading up to this very moment. The disappointment she felt when she had to abandon the climb now seemed like a distant memory. She realized that all the hard work she had put in had now been put to a different use, to help save the lives of the climbers stuck on the mountain. After many years of climbing the world's highest peaks, Adirne remains an ambitious climber that puts all her efforts into every expedition. Her new goal is to cross the Himalayan mountains by foot and she also dreams of one day reaching Antarctica. The mountains will always hold a special place in Adirne's heart because they taught her to value the gift of life and the beauty of nature. And no matter how high she climbs, the mountains remind her that there are endless opportunities to explore the natural world. Adirne continues to reach for new heights every day and always takes care of her teammates. I think I get it now. Edurna's first idea of success was to achieve the world record, but really the most important thing was to do her best. And that's what led her to a much bigger achievement, saving a life. And if our goal is always to do our best, we'll always succeed, no matter what the outcome of our adventures. If we treat each small step as a goal itself, we'll succeed so many more times than if we just focused on one big goal. And we've achieved lots of little goals already today. We've survived the freezing cold weather. And the altitude. And we haven't been eaten by anything yet. Although we didn't find the greatest goat to ever walk the earth. But we did our best to spot one. Besides, maybe it's a good thing we never found any Markors. Why do you say that? Well, they live in the mountains so that predators can't reach them. They're probably snuggled up in a cliff cave somewhere. Aw, that's a nice thought. <sighs> Is it just me, 
Or is it getting colder? <laughs> colder? <laughs> I don't know what you're t t talking about. I feel great. Super warm. You're freezing, aren't you? I didn't layer my clothes, Zara. I didn't layer. We'll just climb down the route we came, since we know it's safe. <laughs> That's a good idea. But I have a better idea. A quicker idea. And... Escape from extreme cold as fast as possible, idea. Please don't say sledding. Sledding! Come on, it'll be fun. I don't know. We'll freeze if we climb down. And maybe get eaten by a Himalayan black bear. There are bears up here? Yep, they actually look a lot like sun bears. Only bigger. All right, all right. Hey, check it out. The track we made through the snow is still there. That'll make it way easier for us to get back to the Believe Mobile. <laughs> hey, it's like we p paved the way for our future success. Huh? Huh? I agree. Now, less talking, more sledding. Okay, ready? Ready. Let's go! <sighs> I love sledding! Okay, break on three. One, two, three! <sighs> Whew. I'm sorry we didn't get to see the goat, Leo. That's okay. We found an ancient Tibetan trumpet, met a yak, and hey, look at this view. I'm proud of us. That's the spirit, Leo. Talk about a positive attitude. Or should I say, altitude. And how many people can say they've climbed up the Himalayas? More than 4,000 people, approximately. Ah, but how many people can say they landed a belief mobile on the Himalayas? Just us. Fire up the engines, Leo. Roger that. Farewell, beautiful snow-covered Himalayas. Farewell, mysterious Markors. Any requests for our next stop? Hmm, somewhere out of this world. Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. Go to BigLifeJournal.com and use promo code BigLifeKids to get your growth mindset journal with a 15% discount. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. See you in the next episode. Big